0: AMD reported earnings yesterday and it does seem investors are happy. We can see right now the stock price is up over 2.5% as I am recording. Earlier today, it was up even over 4%. So in today's episode, what I first want to do is take a closer look at some of the highlights from earnings, but more importantly, there is something that's bothering me about management. Let's take a closer look in today's episode. I do want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And make sure to check out fool.com slash jose to get the top 10 stocks to buy right now. Hey friends, I'm back. If you noticed, I've been gone for the, probably the past 5-6 days. I did a quick vacation trip with my wife to Iceland and it was tons of fun, but back to work. Here we can see numerous price target reductions even after those earnings. UBS adjusted their price target to 75 from $80. We also see Raymond James lowers price target on AMD to $80 from 100 JP Morgan reduces to $70 from $80, and if you take a closer look online, numerous other analysts have also reduced their price target for AMD. Regardless, I do want to say most of the price targets I've seen are still higher than the current stock prices, so that could be seen as a bullish statement for overall AMD investors. So, if we take a closer look at the results, AMD mentions that their third quarter results came in below their expectations due to the softening PC market and substantial inventory reduction across the PC supply chain we are going to take a closer look at some of the individual segments in a bit but first i actually want to talk about something that bugs me about amd management right now so the company did mention that revenue was 5.6 billion dollars even though they missed expectations it did grow 29 percent year over year they do mention that this is driven by growth across their data center gaming and embedded segment Here, we can actually take a closer look at all their segments. And if we take a closer look at the embedded market, which is pretty much all of Silent products, net revenue was $1.3 billion. So if we subtract this $1.3 billion from total net revenue... Revenue would have been closer to 4.3 billion. So that would be a flat year to year growth. And what I don't like is that AMD doesn't kind of give us a form of outlook of how they would have been doing without this acquisition when it makes AMD look good. But I do believe they play the other card. For example, here in gross margin summary, we can see gap gross margins dropped a nice amount in year over year main reason is due to amortization and acquisition related intangible assets again operating income came at a loss this quarter due to kind of the expenses due to the silence acquisition i'm not saying i'm mad that they are at a loss right now when we take a closer look at gap numbers i think personally if we're long-term investors sometimes non-gap numbers are a closer look at how the overall business is doing Um, with these one-time expenses obviously here we're going to see a huge huge decline in gap what i'm more kind of upset about is the company when they're talking about revenue growth they don't really mention that it's thanks to the Silence acquisition but when they talk a little bit more about kind of their financial margins financial metrics if it is going bad they are quickly to tell us that it's because of Silence acquisition and like i mentioned before if we take a closer look at that revenue it would pretty much have been flattish if the embedded market was not there and the embedded market is mainly thanks to Silex i also want to take a closer look at what's included in the data center segment here we can see it mainly includes amd's epic processor which is their data center processors but they also include gpus which we already knew but it includes data processing units dpus this is thanks to their pensando acquisition fpgas and adaptive foc products for data centers and that is thanks to the silenks acquisition so data center market also is growing thanks to the kind of acquisition of Silenx and pensando so like i mentioned earlier and i might sound like a broken record by now one thing i'm just not too excited about is how amd is kind of making it seem Uh, maybe not making it seem like it's mainly organic growth due to their data center products even though their organic products are a huge, huge kind of revenue booster in this segment but i also think they have to give some acknowledgement that is thanks to these acquisitions that they have made so now let's take a closer look at some of the highlights from earnings also if you are enjoying this episode make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience you want to support a little bit more make sure to subscribe using my link at fool.com slash jose so i personally want to take a closer look at non-gap numbers because like i mentioned earlier on a lot of the gap numbers are being affected due to the Silence acquisitions we can see gross margins are up year over year operating income also up year over year earnings per share unfortunately is down on a non-gap basis but still pretty impressive if we take a closer look at their balance sheet i personally believe is super strong roughly 5.6 billion dollars in cash cash equivalents and short-term investments their inventory has risen a nice amount in quarter three compared to same time last year inventory is most likely up due to their data center solutions genoa being released in the upcoming months we also have the new ryzen 7000 processor series and we also have the new rdna3 product that should be released on later this week total debt is up to 2.5 billion dollars again they have plenty of cash at hands right now cash from operations this quarter was 965 million free cash flow was 842 million and they repurchased roughly 617 million of common stock so personally i'm super excited about their overall financials right now we saw some of their margins take quite a hit but if we take a closer look at that balance sheet that cash flow from operations Still super bullish, especially with that repurchase that they have at the moment. Now, we take a closer look at each segment. For those not familiar, AMD hits four segments the data center market, the client market, the gaming market, and the embedded market. Data center market was up 45% year over year. Some of the main highlights they actually mention here. First, this is the 10th straight quarter of record server processor sales driven by the epic processors continue to see heavy adoptions we can see there are over 70 new amd instances by azure amazon tencent baidu and others and they are expected to be releasing genoa in the upcoming weeks client segment unfortunately was 1 billion dollars down 40 percent year over year mainly due to the overall pc weakness Some highlights here, they did release the Ryzen 7000 series. During the earnings call, management does believe that inventory correction will continue into quarter four, so this upcoming quarter, but they expect it to be a better year in 2023. The gaming segment was up 14% year over year, led by strong demand for the game consoles in Sony and Microsoft. I do wanna mention during the earnings call, they do believe that this might be the peak for the gaming season, and they expect maybe for the next year to be flattish um so the gaming segment usually hits a peak and then starts to kind of pull down until a new console has been made and they do believe that now has kind of been close to the peak if not the peak for the gaming revenue segment here in the embedded segment i'm super happy with the silenks acquisition i do believe it brings new solutions and kind of diversifies the overall products that aim hits they mentioned that the aerospace and defense and the automotive and communication sales hit record levels. For the overall quarter, for quarter four of 2022, they expect growth of 14% year over year. Pretty small. Again, I do want to believe most of that growth is going to be coming from the non-organic Silence acquisition. For the full year of 2022, growth of 43 percent year over year one thing i'm super excited right now is they are going to continue to buy back numerous shares we can see diluted share count for fiscal year of 2022 is expected to be 1.57 billion shares so i want to say earnings weren't great but it's not as bad as the overall market seems for the semiconductor market there's still huge growth potential in the data center space and i do believe this is a huge bullish case for amd the whole data center market and all their products is a whole episode on itself i actually did one above If you want to take a closer look and they did share some more insight in this earnings call but that would make this a 20 minute video so i'm actually going to do that later on this week to explain a little bit more of some of their data center solutions and how they're seeing the data center market i do believe the bottom of the consumer market is most likely going to be quarter three and quarter four for the semiconductor space i personally believe for the next two quarters is still going to be a great buying opportunity for numerous of these semiconductor stocks